Welcome everyone to the Wabe Torah Daf Yom Yishior. Today's Yishior is Daf Tet Zayin. We will begin on Tet Vav Amubet, towards the bottom of the page. Pasuk says, it says, Vayisaper lahem haman et kvod oshro v'rov banav. Today's Daf is available, anyone would like to zuchut, please call at 718-213-3681. Says the Gemara, Haman explained to them the the glory of his wealth and most of his kids. What does it mean, He had 30 kids. 10 of them died. 10 of them were hung in the Megillah. But the last 10, ended up begging for food. Rabbanan Amri, no. According to them, they agree that there were 10 who died and 10 who got killed. But there were 70 people knocking on doors with a total of 90. Don't read it, those who are satiated, but rather read it, those who are 70. Meaning the seventy sons. Rami Bach Abba Amar Kulan Matayim Ushmon Hava. They were actually he had two hundred and eight kids. Shneimar Virov Banav, and Rov is two o eight. Says the Gemara Virov Begmatcha Matayim Varbasar Hava. Rov Virov is actually two fourteen. Why do we say it's two o six? Why is it two o eight? It should be two fourteen. We're short six. Amar of Nachman, Vayisak Varov Ktiv. It says Varov without the Vav in the middle, and therefore, even though it's written Rov with a Vav, we read it. It's, it's written without the Vav, and therefore, it should be two o eight. Says again, but Laila Hahu Nadida Shinata Melech. That night, the sleep of the king was disturbed. Amar of Tanhum Nadida Shinat Malkos Olam. According to this. The ruler of the world lost his sleep, meaning that Hashem was getting to work. Of course, Hashem doesn't sleep, but just like when a person doesn't sleep, but he has to do, get get up and do things, so too Hashem was getting up to take care of Kali Yisrael. means that the angels were moving, and therefore Hashirosh got moved. Rava Amar Shinata Melech Hashrosh means that that Hashrosh couldn't sleep. Why? Now for Milta Bedate, he started thinking about something. Amar Ma'ide Kaman Dezimnate Leestel Haman. He started worrying, like we saw before, in one of the opinions. Why did Esther invite Haman to the party? Maybe they both want to kill me. Hadar Amar Yehachi Lo Havet Gavur Derachim Li. There's no one who loves me who would save me. Then he said, Maybe the reason why no one's going to save me from the plot of Esther and Haman is because I, they maybe did a favor and someone else did a favor and he never got rewarded. And if you don't reward that guy, and no one's going to help you. That's why people are holding back and not telling me anything. I mean, that's why he said, Bring the Zivar. To bring this 
to see if anyone did him a favor that didn't get rewarded. They should be read. The right way to say, and they will be read. Nikraim sounds like it gets read on its own. It sounds over here, Hashem made an auto read that the book started reading himself because it says Nikraim instead of Kiruim. They found there that it was written that, that Mordechai had done something for the king. Katav me by should say they found Katav written, not Katuv writing. Milamed, we learn from here, top of Tetzain. Shishimshi Mochek. Shimshai Mochek the Gabriel Kotev. There was a guy called Shimshai who was the original um, record keeper of the king. And when he saw when he saw the name, some say he was actually Haman's one of Haman's kids. When he saw Mordechai's name there, he tried to erase it. And the truth is, Gabriel rewrote it in this way. It was there and he had to mention it to, to Ahasuerosh. Amen of Asi. Jerashim Shila ish kvar timlata. Ma katuv l'mal shal zechudan shi Yisrael en nimchakt. Ketav shal l'mal l'koshken. If you see from the story that if Shimshai couldn't even get rid down here in this world of the zechud for Mordechai, imagine how our our zechuyot and shamayim for sure are there for us and they never ever go away. When you do a mitzvah, that never ever goes away. Nothing the the scribe said and nothing was done for Mordechai. The reason why they said that is not because they love Mordechai. The people who were asked were Haman haters. I'm not sure if the person who spoke was Shimshai or somebody else. But it's, if it's Shimshai, it's hard to say that the son of Haman hated Haman so much, unless maybe he did. Who knows, maybe he hates him more. But whoever was reading hated Haman, and therefore that's why they were trying to burn up Haman by doing something nice to Mordechai. We mentioned later on that Haman wanted to, to tell Ahasuerus to hang Mordechai on the gallows, a Sherechino that he prepared for him. Now, it's a funny pasuk because obviously you don't have to talk about which gallows they are. There's only one gallows we're talking about. Why do we say Asher Hechin Law? So we explain now, Hechin Law is actually tongue-in-cheek. He prepared for him, the, word, the pronoun him doesn't mean Mordechai here. Tana lo Hechin. It's the Torah talking, and the Torah is saying that even though he prepared them for Mordechai, lo Hechin, he actually prepared the gallows for himself because he ended up getting hung on it. The king told him, go do what you said to Mordechai. Amaleh Mordechai, Manu Mordechai. Haman's first reaction to, well, before we go further, let me just read the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, So, instead of the king just saying, do it to Mordechai, he has a whole long thing. He says, the king said, hurry, take the robe and the horse that you suggested and go to Mordechai the Jew and don't stop anything who's in the... Mordechai the Gu, who sits in the king's courtyard and don't stop anything from what he said. Why well, do you have to mention all those details? I'll tell you why. There's missing things in the story. The says. He said, He says, Who's Mordechai? Mordechai Yehudi. He said, Mordechai the Jew. So Haman said, There's many Jewish Mordechais. 
So he described him by saying Hashem Shor Merch. That's why that's in the pasuk. If you want to take care of him, you don't have to make you give him such honor. A guy like that would be happy. He's poor and he'd be happy to get a duchy or a river and he'll make money. He'll be happy. Give that also. Give that also. And that's why it says don't stop anything from what he said. Not just the robes and the horse, but rather give him the, the, the taxes that you gave him also. Han took the garment and the horse. Telling the rabbis about kimitza. Kimitza is when you take a handful of flour for a korban mercha. When he saw him coming with the king's horse in his hand, he was scared. He's telling me to kill me. Move away. So you don't get also burnt by him. If he sees you with me, he might punish you for being with me. Mordechai got up, and he got up to pray. Haman stood in front of him. He waited until Mordechai finishes tefillot. He told the students while they're waiting, what are you guys doing? Sounds like the students did not go anywhere, because the fact that he's able to ask the students he said to them, sounds like the students are still there. In the time of the Tobet Mikdash, you'd bring a, a, full, a fistful of flour and you get a kapara. Your fistful of flour just walked in. And it pushed off my 10,000 silver coins that I was willing to give a hashrosh. I never gave it to him, but it pushed it off. And, and that's therefore, even though I was trying to kill you, now you're winning. Amalei Rasha, Moshe, Mordechai told him, you're Rasha. Ever to me, or me. When a slave acquires something, so then everything he acquires belongs to the master. And you're my slave, and therefore everything that you have, even the $10,000 you think you have, you didn't give that either. It seems like Haman had been, once been a slave to Mordechai. He said, please get up, on the, put these garments on, get on the horse, to buy Lachmaka, because the king wants you. He said, so I won't. Be, I can't do it till I go to my bathhouse and get my hair cut. I can't get on the wear the king's clothes with hair like this. It'll be embarrassment to the king. Esther had said that all the bathhouse attendants should be clothes. Now, it could be she did that in order that Haman should do it himself like this. Or it could be she did that in order that everyone in the world, everyone should be watching as Mordechai is walking through the street. Ailu inu the bani He took him into his, into a bathhouse, and he Haman did it himself. He brought scissors from the house. and he's cutting Mordechai's hair. Indeed, he felt faint. and he groaned. He says, "Why are you groaning?" Mordechai told Haman, "Why are you groaning? Why are you giving me a haircut?" 
this guy who's more chashuv to the king than all the other nobles. Hashta l'shavi belani v'sapar. Now he's gonna be a bathhouse guy and a, and a barber. I, I, a guy like me being a barber is crazy. I'm a I told him not sure you're a wicked man. Meaning everything you say is lies. Weren't you the, the barber of the of the village of Katsum? Tana we learned. Haman Safar Shekvar Katsum. I assume it's time shana. He was twenty two years the barber of Katsum, according to the Brayta, and therefore. Very often, Haman was trying to fluff it up as if he had never done something like this. But Mordechai pointed out that you should not be groaning over your former occupation. After he cut his hair, he dressed him in his clothes. He said, get up and ride. I'm very, very weak from the fasting. So Haman bent down to let Mordechai get on the horse. Kisalik bat man when he went down. No, Kisalik, I'm sorry. When Mordechai got on the horse, bat he kicked Haman after he's up on the horse. Amaleh, lokati beh, Doesn't it say that when your enemy falls, don't be happy? Therefore, why are you uh, riding in my parade? Okay, you got on the horse, why do you have to kick me? Amaleh, hani mani vesel, avadhu by the, by the Goyim, it says, tread on their bamot, on their mizbeach, uh, you could step on them, which is showing you that we don't have to show extra deference to the shayim. It says, this is what we're going to do to a man who the king wants to honor. When he went in front of Hamatas, his daughter, who was on the roof, saw him. She switched and thought that Mordechai was was uh, leading the horse and Haman was on it. She took uh, a full uh, toilet and dropped it on her father's head. When Haman picked up his eyes, she saw it was her father. She fell and she died. Mordechai went back to the king's gate. Right? And Haman, Pasuk says, he went back and when he was mourning with a bent head. What does that mean? Mordechai went back means he went back to fasting. He didn't think he started eating. He was still in the middle of a fast. He didn't break his fast. Haman went back to He was mourning on his house. And he, uh, his head was covered because of what happened. The meaning is covered with the remnants of the toilet that was dropped on his head. Haman told his Zedish and his friends what happened. They call him the friends. They call him the wise people. Since they said smart things, we're calling them Chachamim, not just Ohavav, because they said that you're going to fall in front of him. If he's there, Yehudimu. If he's there, Yehudimu, Mordechai, you're going to fall. They said, If he's from the other Shvatim, you might be able to get him. But if, if he's front of these four Shvatim, you won't be able to get him. Why not? It says that your hand is on your enemy's neck, 
and therefore you'll never get Yehuda, right? Enoch, but the other ones, when you mean Ephraim Menasheh, Tehtibu, it says by the Mephraim, Ephraim Menasheh, Menasheh, Orad Kurotecha. It says in front of these people, Hashem will arouse his might, and therefore those Shvatim are impervious to Haman's plotting. Kina, faulty Polifanav, you're going to fall in front of him. Darash of Yehuda bar Eli. Why are the two fallings? They told him. The Jews are compared to the, the dust and the stars. When they go down, they become the lowest ones. They're like dirt. Only when they go up, they can go up to the heavens, to the stars. And they're on the rise now, so watch out. They might end up like the stars. And therefore, you're not going to be able to destroy them. It says, It says that the king's Sidisim came and they hurried up Haman. They brought him in a hurry. He wasn't able to change and therefore he was confused as he's walking into the king's palace and he wasn't at his best game. Okay, this is discussing what Esther was saying to to beg for her life. She says, I've been sold, me and my nation. Of course, because the, the pain is not worth it for the, the damage to the king. What does it mean the pain is not worth it? So we're going to we're explain the Hatzad, not as the pain to me is not worth it. I mean, I wouldn't have bothered you if it wasn't more important than this. Rather, Tzadzeh, referring to Haman, this, this guy who's a troublemaker is not, doesn't care about damage to the king. When he was jealous of Vashti, he doesn't care about the damage to the king when the, when the king kills his own wife. Rather, he kills Vashti because he doesn't care. Therefore, now he's jealous of me and he's trying to kill me. And therefore, the Tsar is not talking about her pain, but rather the Tsar is referring to Haman. That he doesn't care about the king's interests. It says, the king said, and he said to Esther That seems to be very repetitive. Why would the king have to say and then say to Esther Malka? We'll learn something interesting here. It seems like all this time, even though Ahasuerus loved Esther, it was beneath his dignity to talk one-to-one to Esther, being to the fact that she was an uncertain birth. Now that she told him that she was from Shaul HaMelech, he was able to talk to her straight. That's why there's a double talking. He said, and he said to her, meaning this is the first time he's actually talking to her directly without a translator. Esther said, this wicked man, this bad Haman, if you see, there's a double language. Esther said, this, this, this Tzadvoyev, that should have been enough, this, this enemy. Then he says, this, this Haman, why? Because she, first she was pointed as an enemy, meaning, and then she, the angel pushed her hand and pointed to Haman, so Achashrosh should kill Haman. Now the question is, how could Esther possibly have thought of pointing Achashrosh, she'll ruin everything. If she points to Achashrosh saying that he's the wicked man, so Achashrosh is going to kill her right away, what's the point? She, she fasted three days to come do this, and all the Jews are fasting for her. So, why is she trying to point to Ahasuerus? To that way, answering that Esther was pointing her, her tefillot Hashem, and therefore, being that she wasn't even thinking about Ahasuerus, she realized that everything comes from Hashem. She was really talking to Hashem, and that's why 
the angel had to push her hand to point to Haman because she was so f- Hashem focused and not focused as if uh, Haman's the problem. Hashem is the one that she has to talk to, and therefore she might as well be truthful and say it's a Hashverosh. It says, The king got up in his anger and he went to the garden. It says the king came back from the garden. And with the two, the fact that he went both times, we're connecting the two, the two statements. Even though he got up anger, he returned anger also. Don't think that he calmed down over there. How do we know? He saw angels looking like men. And Hashem caused him to stay angry because these people were angry, they were uprooting the Bastani trees. And they, they announced to the king that Haman had told them to do it, which wasn't true. But they told the king that he did. And that got the, the king angry at Haman, that Haman thinks he's in, in charge of whatever he wants to do. He came back to the house. Haman had fallen on the bed. But the word nofel is present tense. Says the Gemara, nofel, nafal mevayel. Should have said past that nafal that he fell, not that he's falling. Amar biyazar, biyazar says, melamed sheba malafi pilo aleha. The angel came and threw Haman on the bed. So this way, it looks like he's attacking the queen. Amar biyazar, um, sorry. Vayomer melch hagam lechoshev v'makayim imayit. You also uh, trying to to uh, capture the queen with me in the house. Charvona said at that time that, oh, you know what? He also has got in his house a gallows of 50 feet tall that he wanted, he wanted to, to hang Mordechai, who was a good guy for the king. Now, that was a very, very opportune moment. The Gemara is saying now that even though Charvona chimed in at this point, don't think Haman was a good guy. He was also trying to kill Mordechai too with Haman. As soon as he saw that it wasn't going to work, that Mordechai is not going to get killed. So right away he wanted to switch sides and get on the right right team. And he tried to hang Haman. It sounds over here from this pasuk in in the Yov, that your uh, that the Nishaim end up getting their friends going against them. And the king's anger went down. It should be Shachach. What's Shachacha? One of the two forgettings. Says the Gemara, Yes, the king and Hashem both uh, calm down after Haman got killed. But others say, The king got calm after killing Haman from the two grudges he held against Haman. The killing of Esther, the attempted killing of Esther, and the actual killing of Vashti. Says the Gemara, the Kulam, now we're going to discuss a Pasuk in Bereshit, which is going to connect later to Mordechai. It says that Yosef, when he revealed himself to his brothers, he gave a suit to every brother and five suits to Benjamin. Is it possible that jealousy 
which is something that Yosef suffered tremendously from. Kikashel boy is going to cause himself. Why is he causing jealousy to Benjamin by giving five suits to one and only one to everyone else? Give the same to everybody. Because of the two seller woolen garment that that Yaakov gave Yosef, the Jews ended up in Egypt. So why would Yosef repeat it by giving the same thing to Benjamin? Amar Benjamin ben Yefet. Remember Zemazlo. Shadid bol etzet b'menu. Ben etzet b'menu. She had some of the milk for Chamishal Mushemachut. The reason why is he wanted to hint to him, to Benjamin, that in the future, Mordechai is going to come out of you, who is going to be wearing the five different clothes, as the Pasuk says, that whatever the rest of the Pasuk is. He fell, the Pasuk says by Yosef, that he fell on Benjamin's necks. Tzavare. Obvious question, but you mean only had one neck? What do you mean he fell on his necks? Tzavare is plural. He was crying over the two Beit Mekdash, which will be in Benjamin's portion, and yet Benjamin will lose them to destruction. Benjamin cried on his neck, singular. He's crying on the Mishkan Shiloh, which is in Yosef's portion, and will be destroyed later as well. Says the Gemara. When Yosef pointed out, your eyes see like the eyes of my brother. He told Yosef told the brothers. He said, the same way I don't hold a grudge against Benjamin. He wasn't part of my sale. I said, you keep it like just like I'm talking to you. I'm not being two faced. And therefore, he mentioned his mouth to tell you that he, his heart is like his mouth, that he has nothing against him. When Yosef sent his brothers home, he sent he sent ten donkeys with the good stuff from He sent them old wine that, that many older people like. It says, <coughs> the brothers fell in front of him after in Parashat Vayechi. It says they fell in front of him and they, they, they cried. Now this is so because they thought that after Yaakov died, Yosef would take revenge on them. When a fox has his hour, you have to bow down to him. And therefore, since he's in charge, you've got to make sure to bow down to him. Why is he a fox? Why is he worse than his, than his brothers? Why shouldn't they bow to him? Take the same teaching. You have to bow down to an inferior animal if it's in its time. Don't learn that on the brothers bowing to Yosef, but rather learn that on Yaakov himself bowing to Yosef. Yaakov is greater than Yosef. He ends up bowing at the head of Mitai Yosef because of this rule that when, even though the guy is only a fox, but in his time you have to bow to him.
Yosef covered them and he spoke to their hearts. Uh, he told them things that they would accept. If you ten couldn't kill me, you think I'd be able to kill you? There's nothing I could do. To, even if I wanted to kill you, I wouldn't be able to do anything to you. Because if you couldn't kill me, and I could, I'm one of the Shivatim, certainly I can't kill you. Hashem won't let it happen. Back to the Megillah. It says, La Yudim Aita Orav, it's Mechavet Son Vikar, famous words. Amar Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, Ora, the Jews had Ora, Zut Torah, this is Torah. Vechenu Omer, Kiner Mesva, Torah Or. It says that Ner, a lamp, is a Mesva, Torah Or. Simcha is a Yom Tov. Vechenu Omer, Simcha, Vesemach, Vechagecha. Sasson is a Milah. Sasson is the Jews start doing Brit Milah. Seems like they weren't doing Mila, and they started doing Mila. They were able to do it because even even though Haman had decreed you can't do Mila, they started doing Mila. That's Sasson. That's what we say that that we're happy over your words. So Sasson is that's the words that we say in the Brit. Vikad el Tefillin. That's because they were able to put on Tefillin, and they were able to break the rules. Even though Haman didn't let Tefillin. And therefore, they were able to put the Tiflin Shilosh back on, even though they couldn't wear Tiflin the whole time, now they were able to go back. So, again, just to review the statement, Ora is referring to Torah they weren't able to be foreign. Simcha is the holiday they made. Uh, and Sasson is the Milah they're able to redo. Vikar is the that they're able to redo. That they weren't able to be foreign. Okay. It says, It says all the different list of the ten sons of Haman who got killed. Amar ba'adabar dimin divin yafo. Aser bin Haman ve'aseret. The ten sons of Haman... You have to mention them in one breath. Since they all died at the exact same moment, so we have to remember the miracle by mentioning the names in one breath without taking a breath in between. The original Vav of all the guy of Vaizata has to be written long like a gallow. My time, Akulu, because they all hang on the same pole. Therefore, we remember that by putting all putting a, putting a big vav on the pole that they all got hung on. Amar Chanina by Papa, the Rosh of Shila Ishkvar Timrata. This rabbi made a derasha. Kol Shirut Kulan Nechtevin Aliach Gabilivna. According to this, the the front brick and the half brick are all on top of each other. So. The written part of the song is on top of the blank part of the song. And you have, it's talking, this is talking about how you write the Megillah. But here, 
you put a half brick on top of a half brick and a whole brick among a whole brick. Okay, which means you, you use only the two sides. My tama, shlote We don't want them ever to get back from from what we did. So therefore, uh, when something falls, when you if the way you write the megillah usually in the shira is that you have um, three different rows, and the three different rows are not on the same row, but rather you skip a line. You have a middle. You use the middle of the line and the two sides of the line. And it looks like a very, very strong brick building. If you take away the space in between the letters, it looks like a strong brick building. Rather, instead, we just use the two sides for for the king of Canaan and Haman because we want them to fall down because this is a very, very... As if they were bricks, there would be an unsteady way to put bricks because they would both fall down. Here, too, we try to use that method because we're trying to indic- indicate the fall... And the not getting up of Haman's kids. It says that after the first day of killing, the king told us that 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 they killed um, five hundred people in Shushan and the tents of Haman. And I'm sure they did it in other places. What else do you want? I'm gonna be a boomer Malach It seems like an angel came and hit him in the head. Meaning, you see that he sounded like he was getting upset at Esther, and in the end he switched because the angel must have hit him. When Esther came in front of the king, he said with the letter that uh, Jews will be able to fight against him. Amad, what do you mean Amad? He said, Amrami, by the way, Esther said, we're telling you that the mitzvah of the reading is that we have to actually say to him what it says in the book, meaning that you have to make sure to read the Megillah, not just do the, not just write the Megillah. It says, she sent out words of peace and truth. What does that mean? That teaches you that you have to the Bereh Shalom teaches you that the Megillah has to have scratched lines on it, just like a Torah does. Kamitach is just like a Torah. Therefore, the word Emet is Torah and Shalom is over in the Megillah. It needs to have scratches through it to keep the line straight, just like a Sefer Torah. Pasuk says, Umamar Esther Kayam. The words of Esther uh, are still around. My, what does it mean, Ma'amar Esther? The words of Esther? Tivriat Samotlo. The, but the, the fast no, right? Why not? Hamar biyochanan tivret zomot umamar esther kayam tivret purim ele. The fast and and the words of purim are together. That those two things together cause the miracle. The last pasuk says Mordechai Yehudi was the was the second to the king. Vigadol Yehudim and he was great for the Jews, but Atzui the Rebbechav and he was beloved by most of his brothers. It says it points out the, the, the Gemara that Rebbechav loved Kolachav. Not all the brothers liked him. 
Not all his Jews liked him. Why? Some of the Sanjim stopped talking to him because he was busy with the king's business, so therefore they were disappointed that he wasn't focusing on the Torah as much. That's what we learned from Rav Banav. Amar Yosef, before the story, Mordechai was number four in among the Tzadikim, and now we find him number five. Why did he go down a level? Because he was busy talking to the king too much, and it took away too much from him. In the beginning it says, Yeshua, Nechemir, Sarayah, the Ele Mordechai Bilshan. So Mordechai is number four, number five. No, no, number five over there. Well, but in the end, Ktiv, Abaim, Mizubabel, Yeshua, Nechemia, Ezar, Amir, Nechemia, Mordechai Bilshan. Over there, Mordechai Bilshan becomes number six. So going from five to six means he went down. Another proof that Torah is more important. Amar Rabbah says, We eat him every Shuvah Barata. Gadot about Torah, you tell me, Binyan Betrugdash. The Torah is greater than building Beit Hamikdash. When when Baruch was alive, which is Ezra's Rebbe, Ezra didn't go to the Beit Hamikdash. Build the Beit Hamikdash. When, when he died, Ezra did. So you see that learning Torah was more important than building Beit Hamikdash. I'm a rabbi. I'm a shmuel. I'm a shmuel. I'm a marta. Because of the Torah, you tell me Kibbutz Abayim. It's more than greater than Kibbutz Abayim. Kol tashlim sheyoy Yaakov vino Beit Evelon enash. We know Yaakov was punished for all the years he spent. In Haran, that his son left him the same long that he left his father, but the years that he spent Shimon ever are not counted, and therefore we see the Torah is greater than Kibbutz Because even though he's supposed to do Kibbutz learning Torah, he didn't get punished for it. How do we know that he won't, that, that that's true? Lama Nimnu Why? Okay, this this will do afterwards. Baruch Adonai Amen.